My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 93 of The Kate Show. Guys, I'm going to say something that really goes without saying, but in case you didn't know, blogging is a beast. It is a marketing beast that scares away a lot of interior designers and stagers and workrooms because it requires consistent creativity. And you guys are already having to be creative in your business, in your client projects. But not only that, blogging also requires a knowledge of SEO and at least a decent amount of writing ability. And don't even get me started on the photography aspect required for a good blog. With all these things in mind, it can get really, really overwhelming when you think about starting a blog for your business, especially if you aren't sure what to say or how often to write a new post or where to get your photos from. And more importantly, you might not even be sure whether having a blog is necessary for your business. I mean, what exactly does a blog do for your business and why should it matter to you? Well, in today's episode of The Kate Show, I'm diving into the details of blogging for your home industry business, and I'm sharing tools that will revolutionize the way you blog, making it easier to include this powerful marketing component in your sales funnel. Because, you know, guys, I'm all about the sales funnel. There's absolutely no point in doing a marketing activity or completing a marketing task if it does not contribute to your sales funnel. And as a quick reminder, your sales funnel is just a fancy term for the path that you have laid out that brings you new leads that become paying clients that make you and your bank account really happy. All right, let's dive right into this episode. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. As I was getting ready for this episode, I knew that I couldn't talk about blogging without input from my real-life BFF, my business bestie, and my entrepreneurial cohort, Jacqueline Edwards. A lot of you already know Jacqueline. She runs a blogging company for the home industry called Ochre and Beige, and she has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to all things blog-related. So Jack has contributed heavily to this episode. Thank you so much, my buddy. And I hope you guys will check her out. Um, and side note, by the way, guys, if you have been part of my marketing membership, Socialite Vault, you're probably one of the many people who has been begging me to put blog post templates in the vault. We already have newsletter templates, social media templates, templates, client welcome packet templates, you get the picture. But we didn't have blog post templates because we had to figure out how can we make a streamlined way for people to create blog posts without running into duplicate content issues if people were using the same ones. And would it hurt their SEO, meaning your SEO? How could we set it up in a way that it wouldn't hurt anyone? Well, the good news is we figured it out. And by we, I mean Jacqueline. Jacqueline is a genius, and we decided to partner our two businesses together to offer blog post templates as part of my marketing membership. So if you are currently a member of Socialite Vault, all you'll need to do is change your package, and you can get access to those blog post templates that are available right now. And if you are not a member of my marketing membership, you can certainly join and get the level that you want that includes everything you need to market your business, now including 
blog posts. So head over to socialitevault.com. This is the only place you can get these blog post templates. All right. They are exclusive to my membership and it's all thanks to the awesome partnership that I now have with Jacqueline Edwards of Ochre and Beige. All right. So you guys might be wondering, is blogging even still relevant? Well, if you guys just got excited about my little template announcement, obviously you believe it's relevant and you would be 100% correct. Blogging contributes to SEO and it helps to flesh out your business as a brand. It helps people find you. It helps Google help people find you even in your local area. There are just so many benefits to having a blog that is published regularly on your website. So I'm going to go over all the different things that you might need to know when it comes to blogging, such as how long should your blog post be? Where do you get your photos? What should you say? How frequently should you add a new blog post? So let's start at the beginning. Is blogging still relevant? You guessed it. Yes. But you're going to need to expand beyond just talking about, say, paint colors and discuss topics that are actually specific and relevant to your ideal client. Now, I'm not saying that paint colors aren't relevant, but you need to think outside the box. Another th- question that we get asked a lot, and honestly, guys, this whole episode is just going to be those frequently asked questions. Another question we get asked a lot is, what are some signs that my business needs a blog? Well, there are a few. If you're running out of ideas for social media posts, if you do not have good SEO, or if you have clients with expectations that don't match how you really work, or if you have clients who question or devalue your time and your skills, or if you just have a lack of new business coming in the door, you could really benefit from having a blog on your website. But another question that we get asked is, how do I know if I'm ready to have a blog? Because blogging can be a lot of work. It requires a certain level of organization, planning, and management. So here are a few factors that you can really keep in mind to figure out whether or not you should dive into the world of blogging. If you're active on social media and you have a small or a growing following, you're a good candidate for it. If you have a lead magnet or a freebie on your website, you're a good candidate for it. If you send a monthly newsletter, if you can commit to consistency, if you really, really know who your target client is, all of these things are signs that you are well on your way to having a great blog. But let's step back for a second because you shouldn't be marketing your business in any way unless it contributes to your sales funnel or the path that your leads follow to become paying clients. So how does blogging fit into that? Well, When you are mapping out the path that makes the most sense and is going to be the most profitable for you as a business to draw people into, you have to remember that blog posts are actually the first step in your sales funnel alongside social media. Blog posts give you content that you can share on social while also improving and increasing your SEO. Now, SEO is search engine optimization and Social media and SEO and blog posts work in conjunction with your freebies, your branded magazines, lead magnets, whatever you want to call them, to get more people into your mailing list. Once people join your mailing list, they will end up receiving your lead magnet, your monthly email newsletter, that is if you're sending one, and I really hope that you are, because that nurtures that lead into a paying client. The newsletter's job is to totally finish that conversion. So it's important that you do have that as the final step in your sales funnel. 
But now let's talk about SEO for a second. Let's really dive into that. Does blogging actually help? Well, here's the scoop. Writing regular and consistent blog posts is excellent for SEO because it gives Google more content to search and more keywords to find on your site whenever someone searches for items or services that happen to be related to your business and in the geographic area that you serve. Now, SEO itself, or search engine optimization, is similar to categorizing a document in a filing cabinet. Now, in the real world, you'd put that document in a clearly labeled folder, making it easy for you or your team to pull it up whenever you need it, right? Think of Google as a giant filing cabinet, and think of your website, including your blog posts, as documents within the cabinet. If you give your blog post an eye-catching title and you write your post with the proper format, it's going to make it easy for Google to help pull the right file out of the right folder whenever someone types into Google what they need. But how exactly do you make sure your blog post has a properly formatted title and has the correct components within the blog post itself to give it good SEO and actually help your business versus being a total waste of time and waste of space? Well, you're going to need an SEO optimized header and you can use a tool called Headline Analyzer from a company called CoSchedule to get an idea of what that should look like. But uh, you guys keep in mind that our blog post templates will already have an SEO optimized header, so it's not something that you have to really freak out about. However, if you plan to do your own blogging, I do recommend you use the Headline Analyzer tool from CoSchedule and I will have that linked in the show notes. So you also have to make sure that the blog post itself has more headers within it or like subtitles that are appropriate to the post's big ideas. So your your three main points, your five main points, whatever they are. And you also need to make sure that when you assign categories to each blog post that you write, those categories need to be very straightforward. You should only have three or four different categories for your blog posts. It could be house tours, or it could be behind the scenes, or it could be um, decor inspiration. If there are certain topics that you talk about over and over again, then create a category for them. But don't create a new category every time you write a new blog post. That will only confuse Google and everyone else, including you. You'll also want to make sure that you label any images you put in your blog post with alternate tags, or basically you can just change the name of the file so that it includes a description of the image, your location, your services, So my commonly used example in this case is if you are an interior designer in New York City and you're focusing on the career woman, then you can say something like interior design for career women, New York City. It's really easy because then anyone who is looking for interior design in New York City, they will find you. And if they're looking for something professional, then they're also going to find you. So That's just a very small example, but you will need to make sure that you are renaming all the files that you're using because otherwise Google has no idea what those pictures are for or what they're of. The other thing you need to keep in mind is you need to write an excerpt from your blog post. It needs to be straightforward and include the most important words, important points, because Google is going to pull that little snippet and that's what people will see when they look at their search results, they're going to see the title of your post and the little snippet that you pulled out. Now, I would suggest do not add any tags to your blog post 
And this was Jacqueline's tip. Actually, guys, a lot of these are Jacqueline's tips. But here's why she says don't add tags. They actually create additional pages, and those can be interpreted by Google as blank pages if there are only a couple of posts for a given tag. It's just, it doesn't look good, guys, and it really doesn't help your SEO. So use your categories sparingly and don't use tags. And then the last thing you need to do to really make the SEO portion of blogging work is blog regularly. And we're going to talk about what regularly actually means. And just so you guys know, it does not mean you have to blog every single day because ain't nobody got time for that. But moving forward, what exactly does every blog post need in order to be successful? Well, that's a question that we get asked a lot. And thankfully, there are only about four things. You're going to need a catchy introduction. Now, it might ask a question, tell a story, or start with a quote. And it needs to have content broken into sections under a header each time. And that would be like an H2 header or H3. Uh, and then you also need a conclusion that kind of wraps up and offers some encouragement to your readers. And then finally, you need a call to action or a CTA. There is absolutely no point to blogging if you don't have a call to action because then you're just providing entertainment with for someone, but then you're not asking them or telling them what to do next. So at the end of your blog post, you need to say, enter your email address here to get my, you know, whatever your freebie is, or click here to book a discovery call or something. You want to use this opportunity to tell people exactly what to do next. Now, let's move down to another big question that we get, and that is, how often do you blog? Well, for best results, you should post a new blog post every single week. Now, if that's too much, you should aim for at least bi-weekly. And some say that you can even get away with monthly, but that's a very, very casual approach to blogging and bi-weekly would be ideal. Writing a post and then going radio silent for like two months doesn't help your business. So if you're like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to post every single month or every two weeks and then like a month goes by and you don't post anything and another month goes by. That's radio silent guys. And that does not help because it shows your followers, including your target clients that they have no idea what to expect from you. You are a loose cannon. You'll post a bunch of things on your blog and then you're gone for a long time. And Google even sees that as a problem as well because they're like, okay, is this thing still in business? Are we still doing this? Should we send traffic to this person's website? I'm thinking not. So you have to make sure that you're consistent and create a noticeable pattern. So if you are doing one blog post a month, that's fine. But what is it going to be? The first Monday of every month? Or do you want to do every two weeks, like every or every other Tuesday? Like, what do you want to do? Make sure that you set up a good schedule for yourself. Another big question Jacqueline and I both hear often is, what keywords should I use in my blog? going to depend on a few things. It's going to depend on your target client and the geographic areas that you serve. So are you trying to reach stay-at-home moms in Fort Myers, Florida who are interested in kid-friendly design? Are you trying to reach real estate agents in Dallas, Texas who are interested in moving their listings quickly? You need to use these relevant keywords. Use the keywords that your ideal client would already be typing into Google. That way Google will put you in their search results. 
Now this benefits you because all your blog posts can be accessed by a search engine like Google at any time, whether you posted that article yesterday or six months ago. And as you provide more information to these search engines, especially Google, and you're consistent every one or two weeks, you're going to gain a better and higher ranking in search results because you're showing Google that you have valuable content to offer and you're showing up consistently and you're giving them a lot more information to crawl or look through or however you want to picture it. Again, picture the filing cabinet called Google, picture your business as a folder in that filing cabinet, make sure that you are packing your folder full of good useful content, but Make sure that you're not using too many keywords in a way that doesn't read well or doesn't make sense because Google knows if you're using the same keywords too often or if you're just resulting in, say, poor quality writing or poor quality blog posts because you're trying to shove as many keywords in there. So if you're trying to list every town that you serve or every service you offer or talk about your ideal client maybe a little too much, Google is going to see that. And you need to make sure you don't make that mistake because you can get penalized for it, which simply means you won't show up in search results, or at least you won't show up as often. Now, we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. And when we come back, I'm going to be talking all about can you use other people's content or photos in your blog post? Where can you get photos for your blog posts that are legal and safe? How many words and photos should you have in a blog post? We're going to talk about all the details, including how to make sure people are actually reading your blog. Because if you're going to go to all this work, you need to make sure you're not just speaking to no one, right? So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to dive right back in. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. Okay, time for the big question. Can you use other people's content in your blog posts? Here's the answer, guys. While you can certainly quote other people or you can reference their images, you always, always need to link back to them and give them full credit as the original source of information that you're sharing. Don't just hyperlink an image to them. You actually need to type out their name, their business name, if it's different, and hyperlink to their website. It should be clearly evident to everyone reading your blog post that you are referencing and crediting someone else. Now, to be safe, you should check that person's website to verify whether they even want you to share their content, because while most people are happy to receive this extra publicity, not everyone will feel that way. And if their website says that no part of it can be used without permission, either get permission first or find a different source. It is absolutely not worth it to cut corners, to use someone else's content, and to not cite them or 
anything like that. That's just bad juju for your business anyway. Now, how many words and photos should be in your blog post? Well, I get this question almost every day. Your blog post should be at least 500 words. And in case you're wondering, that's a full page in a Word document, single-spaced. And it should also contain a cover image or a thumbnail image that is tall and rectangular because that is the image that will work best on Pinterest. And you should also have an image to illustrate each of your main points. Now, there is a little caveat to that. If your blog post is a home tour that showcases one of your recent projects, you can use as many photos as you want. Just avoid anything that looks too similar. And make sure you give your photographer credit by adding their business name and their website link to either each photo caption or just by adding a sentence with that information to the beginning or the end of your blog post. So again, just give credit where credit is due. Now, quick side note here, and that's something that Jacqueline really wanted me to mention. Um, make sure that you don't write paragraphs that are too long. A lot of newbie bloggers will make the mistake of being extremely verbose. They're trying to put everything they possibly can in their blog post. And after a while, it, it becomes so hard to read and so irrelevant that people just stop reading it. So keep your paragraphs around three to five sentences each. Okay, don't go nuts. And then sprinkle your photos throughout or just have one photo per point you're trying to make. Speaking of those photos, where can you get photos for your blog post? While it's best to use professional images from your own portfolio, you will run into situations where either one, you don't have a relevant photo for your topic, or two, you just don't have enough portfolio images. In those situations, your safest option is to use stock photography that has a Creative Commons Zero license, or CC Zero. Now, photos with this license are free to use for personal and commercial things, and they don't require you to cite the source because the photographer actually donated their work, so it's totally safe. A few of my favorite stock photo sites that have that Creative Commons Zero license include Unsplash and Pexels and Pixabay. You guys have heard me reference those quite a bit. I direct people to them all the time. Now let's talk about the different types of blog posts you could write, just to get the creative juices flowing. As a home industry entrepreneur, you have a lot of different blog post formats you could use, including the project tour, or behind the scenes, a how-to guide, a shopping guide, a gift guide. You could share your high point market finds, or a day in the life of you. A lot of people love that, because it's more personal. You could share room-specific design, so how to design a certain type of kitchen, or person-specific design, so how to design a children's bedroom, or a playroom, or a home office, or something that lets people age in place. Now, the other big thing, like I mentioned before, is if you're going to go to all the work of creating a blog post, you need to make sure it's actually being read by the right people, right? Well, unfortunately, the phrase, publish your blog and they will read it, is not a true statement. Like anything in business, you need to build it and you need to market it. Each time you publish a new blog post, it is your responsibility to make sure that people see it. And that means you'll need to share it on your social media platforms right away. And then again, a few weeks later, a month later, and so on. This includes sharing it on Instagram, on your Facebook business page, on your personal Facebook page, and any relevant Facebook groups that target your client 
and also that allow you to share your content. And you have to be careful when it comes to Facebook groups because if you are not the admin of that Facebook group and you start posting your blog content, the admin might delete your stuff or kick you out of the group. So make sure you read the rules before you post. It's just about being polite. So as you guys have kind of gathered, blogging is just a ton of work. It can take dozens of hours every month, especially if you're trying to create a blog post from scratch. I mean, and this is after you come up with the ideas and the outlines, and then you actually sit to write the darn thing. Oh my goodness, it's a lot. And because you're busy, you could either set aside time in your own schedule, and then you'd have to give up something else you're already working on. Is that even doable? It's not doable, guys. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Or you can hire a capable employee to take over your blogging, but they will have to have a good writing ability and they'll have to be familiar with the home industry and with how to target your ideal client. So if you can find an employee like that and pay them decently to keep them around, awesome. Don't ever let that person go. Now, up until recently, those were your only two options. Either do it yourself or hire an employee that could do it or outsource it to a subcontractor. But here's the thing. It's expensive, all right? No matter how you look at it, it's expensive because if you are taking time out of your day to write a blog post, that's hours lost that you could have been doing something else. If you hire an employee, well, we all know the ramifications of that. You spend money left and right getting them started, and then you have to just really hope that they're going to stick with you and that they're going to deliver to the level that you want. But we've got another option now the blog post templates that I mentioned. And I'm so excited to share that we're finally offering them. I've been begged for these for a long, long time. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Jacqueline and I decided to team up because I've already got this marketing membership that's booming and doing well. And she's got all this content that is going to be so helpful to you guys. So again, thank you to Jacqueline of Ochre and Beige. Because Socialite Vault is the only place you can get these templates. And in case you're wondering, okay, what the heck is a blog post template? What am I going to get with this? Here is what you're going to get. You're going to get a quiz style questionnaire that transforms your answers into a blog post. No, I'm not kidding. It's so awesome. You're also going to have new topics added frequently to your Socialite Vault account, which means that you can pick and choose what blog post you want to use. You can curate your topics for the month or the year, whatever you prefer. And you can send us your topic requests for consideration. So if you don't see a blog post on a certain topic that you really, really want to talk about, just let us know. More than likely, we can make it happen. We also include the SEO-optimized titles and headlines, and we even have suggested keywords for these templates, which means it will actually contribute to your SEO, even if you still have no idea what SEO is. You'll also get stock photos that are already resized appropriately for fast loading on your website, and they're already labeled for SEO. So, so easy. You're also going to get two social media captions for each blog post, which means that when you're ready to share your blog post on social, you don't have to think, oh, darn it, now what do I say in the caption? Do I just copy and paste the link and not say anything? What do I do? Now you don't have to ask yourself that because we are writing them for you. Now, on our highest level package, you can also have us edit your blog post, format it, and publish it on your website. 
which means that your involvement in this whole blogging process is extremely minimal. Now, if you're more a hands-on person and you want to fill out the questionnaire and have that automatically turned into a blog post and then you want to format it yourself and publish it yourself on your website, you can certainly do that. We do have a smaller package that lets you take ownership. Now, new topics and templates are released every single month for our blog posts category in the vault. And I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek of what is currently available. So here are the topics we have right now that you can go use in for your blog. We have what is home staging? Reasons realtors should offer home staging. The high cost of not staging your home. How to style your Airbnb. The seven benefits of hiring an interior designer. HGTV versus design in real life. Oh, that's going to be a juicy one. How to make your home extra cozy this season. So we have seasonal content. We have content for designers, for home stagers. And then we also have the value of custom window treatments. How to discover your ideal design aesthetic. How to mix and match patterns for an interesting space. So we are appealing to designers, stagers, and custom workrooms who understand that they need blogging as part of their marketing strategy, but they don't have the time or the inclination to do it all themselves. If you are ready to get your blogging started, head over to socialitevault.com. If you don't think you're a good writer, if you don't understand SEO, if you barely have enough time to remember your own birthday or anniversary, or if you care more about having a complete sales funnel if you care about me getting the right clients, if you want to grow your business, you're really going to love these blog post templates. And if you haven't noticed, I am like super excited to the point where I am tripping over my own words to tell you about it. So head over to socialitevault.com, pick the package that works best for you. And if you aren't sure which one does, simply use the chat feature on the website or send me an email and I'd be happy to help you guys figure out what is going to be the best fit for your business. Until next time, guys, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.